cold open. Ooh, is it cold open time? Cold open time. All right, but we're not starting like that. We're starting like this. Hey, Ian. Hey, Ian. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. oh, I'm sorry, Shay. I didn't see you there. How are you? Uh, uh, good, man. I've been here this entire time uh, watching you from the internet. Oh, you know what? It's so funny because I have actually been watching you watching me. Mm. Watching you! <laughs> uh, I, have, I have played um, that one song. Do you remember that song from the 80s? Like, I always feel like somebody's watching me. I have been playing that nonstop, at least in my head. Like, it's, it's always kind of running in the background of my consciousness. I have no idea what song you're talking about. Oh, it's so good. It's someone's like... I always feel like somebody's watching me. Dude, that's fucking Michael Jackson, isn't it? That's not Michael Jackson. That's totally Michael Jackson. That's not Michael Jackson. Yo, I think we just got a new cold open. <laughs> Is that Michael Jackson? I'm gonna feel like somebody's watching me. Yeah, I bet if we watch it, I it's, bet if we Google it right now. It's Rockwell. I'm totally wrong. I always feel like I already told Ian. I'm telling you, I already found out who it is, and you're right. Who is it? Rockwell. You said Michael Jackson. Are you trying to claim that you no. knew all along? Oh my god! If you could pay attention for one fucking second, you would know I'm saying that you're right. I'm oh. wrong. I googled well, I just, it. I just I, I, I can't remember the last time you said those words to me. It's just it feels so strange. Well, it's because it's the first time I've said those words to you. Because <laughs> it's the first time it's been that way. Okay, uh, Ian. Uh, we're not here to talk about things that I may or may not know. <laughs> Today, I have a question for you, and that is, um, in 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 the spirit of all things live streaming and yeah. the related social in media, the and, spirit of all things stream, I love it. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm going back a little bit, and before live streaming was a thing, we had the world of reality TV, oh, and no. uh, before before even social media. So, really, I want to ask you when was the first reality TV show. The first reality TV show was in the 1970s and it featured a family called the Normals. <laughs> no, it was, it was, uh, it was, I know this, it was like the, lo the Louds, it was a Loud family, right? Uh, you're thinking of uh, the show An American Family that was broadcasted on PBS in the 1970s, which was often claimed to be uh, one of the first reality TV shows. However, it is not the first. It's not. Oh, shit. Wait, there was one before that? There was one before that. Get the fuck out of here. I won't. Can you tell me what it was? No, I thought I, I thought I just did. Are you telling me I'm wrong? Yeah, you read the notes that I sent you and I fooled you. <laughs> and now look at how dumb you And look. now look at you, you <laughs> fucking fool. All right. To anyone at home who is curious, the first reality TV show that ever existed is called The American Sportsman. It ran from 1965 to 1986 on ABC. Wow. And uh, it featured one or more celebrities and sometimes their family uh, with a camera crew going outdoors doing something like fishing or hunting or rock climbing or horseback riding or something dumb. And then uh, <laughs> there, there was no dialogue uh, except for the, I'm sorry, there was no scripted dialogue except for the narration. And uh, that's it, Ian. That's what I know and that you don't know until now. Now you know it. You're welcome. Wow, I guess, uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and play that song and leave before my embarrassment becomes any more palpable. All right, let's start the show! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Camp Reeducation, an immersive boot camp into the world we thought we knew. We are your hosts, Ian and Shay, continuing our two-week immersion into the world of Truman Camp, or 24-hour live streaming, or uh, life porn. 
Hello and welcome to all of our lovely campers. We are so glad that you can hear us after seeing us so much this past week. Ian, I am here with you in spirit and on a Zoom call. Just tell me, how are you today? Uh, Shay, I have never been, uh, I've never felt more loved. I've never felt more wanted. I've never felt more needed than I have over these past nine days with all of my wonderful new internet friends who watch me uh, clean my dishes put on shoes, lose my keys, wash my body, uh, put up signs when I go on little doo-doo breaks. It's been, it's been wild. We love your little doo-doo breaks here. Uh, yeah, no, it has been wild. And it, it's funny because like everything you're describing are all things that I've seen as I've voyeuristically peered into your life uh, just to see what you're up to. You know what's so weird, honestly, is how soothing it is. And this is going to sound fucked up and creepy. How soothing it is to just go onto the internet and see what you're doing at any given moment. You mean me or what I'm doing? You personally, like literally, <laughs> like, I, like I will be doing something and I would just literally have the thought, I wonder what Shay's up to. And I could just fucking look at you. It's funny because when I'm like, why the fuck isn't Ian responding to my messages? What the hell is he doing? And then I go in and I look and I'm like, that motherfucker is just talking to goddamn Shauna and Carrie <laughs> and Jumper Andy. And he's not talking to me. What the hell's going on? <laughs> it's been it's been wild. I mean, there's, uh, you know, I, I've been doing a lot of reading. I've been doing a lot of thinking. And it's funny that you mentioned that because... Uh, there's so much, it's so easy to have like this knee jerk criticism about the, what the internet does, uh, you know, what it does to people, how it affects our thinking. And one of the things I read, one of the criticisms is like, uh, you know, internet friends are great, but one of the downsides is that we end up neglecting, um, the, the real people in our lives mm. for like these, I, I, I don't know, maybe not like fantasy relationships, but like. Uh, emotionally heightened like internet relationships where that just feel so much more like intense and uh, alive and in their, their own really weird like detached metaphysical meta like way you know yeah well i, th I feel like we've talked about this in a previous camp and I'm, I'm struggling to remember which one but when you lack so much context in a relationship you can fill in that relationship you can imbue meaning and personality traits that may or may not exist in the the person if you were experiencing them in real life so you can almost like create the entire personality that uh that someone has online is that that you're la fuck how do i say this <laughs> you can fill in all the personality that you don't get to see from the limited interactions you get from the online experience that's really interesting i love that idea the the um that that you can kind of imbue your own meaning on these on these relationships mm -hmm. that, that kind of you can decide what what role they fill um, I've been thinking a lot about roles too and our roles in all of this, but I, I do love the idea that essentially a lot of these relationships kind of become projections of like, right. you know, oh, well, this is the, what kind of relationship this is. And I mean, you can almost, uh, like both parties can almost steer it into exactly what they need to be in a way that you can't do in, in real, real life. life. It's been super fucking wild. Right. Um, speaking of which, when do we do the shout out hour? When are we gonna, <laughs> I've got a whole list of names of people I wanna, I wanna give shout outs to. Well, we can start it now and be before we do, I think it's important that the viewer, or the, I'm sorry, the listeners at home realize that we are actually live streaming currently as we're recording oh, this right. episode, which is super weird for me. I'm looking at my fucking phone and I can see when people are popping in and watching me and they can make little comments that really distract me from what we're doing, but, <laughs> but that's yeah, all here. at the time of this, so I have three mysterious viewers and then of course my very good friend, Shauna, my wonderful friend, Awesome Mary, the amazing Ozzy, 
And then of course, the uh, miraculous, uh, I'm trying to think of other adjectives that start with M, uh, mellifluous, magnificent. I already said, mag I already said magnificent, didn't mm. I? Magnum, mag magnanimous? Magnanimous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's, that's like, it's not a negative adjective, but I don't think that works in this context. I don't know if it works. Um, Carrie Marie, she's here too. Yeah, so it's like, our new friends are here watching us do this. That's funny. They were all on my stream a minute ago. Shauna was on my stream. <laughs> Carrie was on my stream. I talked to Ozzy this morning. That's so yeah. funny. They're here for notes and it's great too. Like we have this like little community and I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, so like just, you know, I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, and we, we, we we're going to put some music behind this, of course, as we always do on the Camp Re-Education podcast. Cue it. Carrie Marie, Gabby, Joe, 69,000, Alicat, Shauna of Barstoom, Senator Buster Cherry, iPro, Captain Rehab, Aussie Man, at underscore Nino, Savannah, Jeremiah, Awesome Mary, uh, Lawrence. Wait, what the hell name did I write here? Jumper Andy. Jumper Andy is mad at me too. Uh, Lavender and Oase. These are uh, my internet friends. I would like to say hello to hello to. And uh, if I missed you, uh, I'm so sorry. I'll get you next week. I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so uh, <laughs> what's so funny is our. <laughs> Our experience has been really different with this uh, with this whole camp, and you've been engaging wildly with all of these people, and I have not. In fact, I, I've I've really I tried to a little bit at first, and then really pulled away. But what's funny is you are engaging so much that when you're busy, your uh, fans, for maybe lack of a better word, come over to my channel, and they're like, "What are you up to?" Ian's busy. <laughs> like they literally <laughs> say that to me, and I'm like, "Oh, just sitting here." bored or you know just like <laughs> feeling this crazy existential dread from this camp and you're just coming and like hey your other friends bored what are you doing <laughs> that's hilarious uh, it's been it's been a trip it like not at all what we expected mm -hmm. and it's funny too because we made the joke that maybe this is like actually periscope camp not truman show camp but right. so i mean just i, I don't know to kind of catch everybody up like what's what's been going on with you since last week like walk us through it so yeah, just to just to rattle off a couple ideas that we had. So I've had literally hundreds of people watch me and my girlfriend sleep at night, which is funny. It's weird. I thought it would be a little un discomforting, but I actually don't give a fuck. Uh, it's I'm totally fine with that. Um, I people think, pop in and they're like, "Hey, I watched you sleep last night," and it's it's kind of it's weirdly like, "Oh, cool, nice, bro." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I think, nice. I think uh, kind of following that. I, well, I think the reason people were watching is because they thought we were going to have sex. So then, even more, <laughs> more obviously, more deliberately, people just come in and they they ask like, "Hey, uh, do you guys do private shows? We'll pay you to watch you to watch you fuck each other." And I don't think I've ever been propositioned for that in my entire life. Um, and I'm not going to say I'm totally opposed to it. I was like, oh, maybe I, maybe that's something I would do. I, you know, me and Ian talked off record. I was like, maybe I'll start a chatterbait after this. You know, <laughs> at least one good thing will <laughs> like come out we, of it. Yeah, I like how it was off record. And you're like, fuck it. It's going on record. It's live. <laughs> Everyone needs to know. Well, so, okay. Um, we learned how to and started streaming on multiple platforms. So we started on Periscope, but then we, we broadened it out. I learned how to do multi-streaming. And so uh, I brought our combined feed onto Twitch and YouTube. And the coolest thing about that is that from YouTube, you can actually rewind live whatever's happening and go back. So now this happened while we were getting ready for today's episode. We forgot what we were talking about for a second we're like oh well we can just go back and check youtube so we just like we have this um, this superpower now where we can go back in time and see what we were talking about or doing and relive it for a moment which is fucking insane i think it's a little unnerving mm. like it, it has me it has me in this very like reflexive headspace where i'm always kind of thinking about like you know uh, it, 
I'll catch myself picking my nose and I'll be like, oh shit, I can't do that right now. Like I've, I have, I have an audience. Yeah. I got called out for picking my nose <laughs> on your, on your channel, <laughs> which is just so fucking insane. But uh, how about you, man? How's this past week been for you? Um, you know, it's so funny. Like it started really slow. Like I think we started streaming on Sunday and I, I think people popped in, but no one engaged with us. You know, it was very much just like, all right, it's going to be two weeks of this. It's going to be two weeks of, and I was worried there wasn't going to be anything to talk about. I was just thinking, fuck, like we're going to be living our lives. It's going to be like, I was thinking about that by day five, I would have to call you up and be like, yo, we need to end this experiment. Like right. we need to, it'll be a two part camp. There's not going to be enough to talk about. It's over. And then I don't know what happened, but like people just started coming out of the woodwork. Like there's this whole, like just fascinating community of like people on Periscope. And it's just like this really, I don't know, like super interactive ecosystem, way more energetic than any other social media platform. And I think it's because it depends on someone streaming to even work. Like on Facebook, I can just go to someone's thing and message them. But like with Periscope, it's like someone has to be streaming. And then like you, that's the only way you can chat with other people on the fucking app. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it depends on activity. It's wild. Yeah, it has been nuts. And you know, the ener the energy that you talk about from this platform, I think is the. I think you experience it way more than I do, and I think it's because that's the energy you're putting in. You put in a lot of really high energy, like you are the entertainer uh, yeah. on on this big time. And I mean, like, even I feel I feel like a fucking TV channel. Like yeah. that's and that's like the thing. It's like I I feel like it's kind of unhealthy to have that mindset. I'm like, yo, I feel like. I'm like, yeah, let's see what's on channel 13. Like, I'm just here like, yeah, no. And uh, your approach to it is, uh, you mean, you you seem to lean into it. You're, you're like, I'm a channel. Okay, what does TV channel Ian do? And like, how do I engage? And how do I keep it going? Whereas for me, like my reaction is, has almost been to like shut down a little bit. I was like, this is too much for me. I'm going to put on my webcam and just like, you can still watch me, but like, I'm not going to be able to see when you come on. I'm not going to be able to see your chats just so I can have yeah. like, almost like the, a little bit of psychological distance between myself and the viewers so I can feel more sane and maybe a little bit more normal. It's why, yeah, it's like, I definitely, I definitely can't stop performing. And it's got me thinking about, you know, like, and it's, it's a little worrisome too, because like, I fucking love all this attention. And yeah. I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't love it this much. I'm like, oh, I fucking love this. And I'm just like, that's probably bad. Yeah. And then just in brief, I think one of the funniest things that happened during this whole experience is like last night I uh, went out and we'll talk about that a little bit, but there is this guy named Senator Buster Cherry. That's B-U-S-T-E-R, uh, C-H-E-R-R-Y. Um, and he basically just kept proposing to my friend Krista over and over and over again, uh, talking about like, I've got a timeshare. You'll never have to work a day in your life. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Every, every girl's dream, right? Yeah. Oh, it was, so, it was so, it was so funny. And you know, what's funny too, is like my friends were a little bit off put by it at first, but by the end, I mean, they were so about it. Like they were engaging with people too. They were chatting, they were talking like it's, it's so weirdly uh, addictive to, I don't know, like talk to people, like just kind of be seen and, and, and be engaged with. Well, like to go off of your TV channel metaphor, you become a temporary celebrity. Like you are the mm. main focus on your own feed. Everyone comments about what you're talking about. You completely lead the charge in every way. So yeah, you are like, you become, I mean, you become a hundred percent the celebrity of the moment. And I think your friends were able to jump in on that and they'd be like, Oh, look at this little fan base Ian has created for himself. And then they're like <laughs> the, the featured guests of your night. What's crazy too. Cause like, you know, it, it's in terms of like the, the adjectives and stuff, or like the, I guess like the descriptor, the qualifier, whatever word you want to use the noun, I, I'm like, well, it's like they're friends, right? 
But then at the same time, it's like, I'm kind of, you know, like there's that pressure to perform and it's just like, all right, well, like, what is it? Like, what is, what is the dynamic? And, and we'll get into that more when we, when we go into the captain's logs for sure. Um, speaking of captain's logs, uh, before we listen, how do you feel about a little, uh, how do you feel about a little ad break? You want to put an ad break here? Not where I fucking said we were going to put one in our goddamn outline, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Anyway, sponsor. Cue the ad. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. No, Ian, I decide when the commercials go. Don't you start pulling this shit. Oh, I am the editor. Just because Mr. Mr. I signed the contracts because you overslept that day. Oh, <laughs> this, this old argument again. Yeah, yeah. Mr. It's, uh, it's, Mr. You know, Mr. Mr. It's not going away, Ian. Just get Mr. used to Guy. it. All right. Um, so there's just a point you brought up a minute ago that I want to address. And that, that's yeah. what you call these people. And it it's interesting because... They're, do they feel like friends? It's like, not exactly. I mean, they can. Like, some of the people start to, like, Jumper Andy uh, seems like someone is like, when he comes on, I'm like, oh, what's going on, Andy? And, like, we can, like, chat and, like, actually, like, learn about each other. But mm. um, it almost feels a lot more of the time that they're kind of like fans, which is, like, a little bit of a weird thing, especially because we're coming out of it, we're coming at it already from a content creating perspective as podcasters doing an experiment on this platform. It feels like, oh, yeah. these are just fans of ours. What do you think of that? Well, you know, what's so funny, too, is like, I feel like the dynamic changes once more people enter the feed. And it's so weird because it's like just the, just the nerds, the nerds, the nouns, just the words, <laughs> just the nerds, uh, just the words that you have to use, like content feed. You know, it all feels very um, detached. It feels very robotic and remote and like mm. industrial. But when I'm having like one on one conversations, that's when it's like, OK, like I feel like I'm talking to a friend. But like then when a bunch of people come on, I can feel something even in me change. It's like, all right, now I've got a bunch of people watching me and you almost feel like you're on a stage. Yeah, well, you I mean, you are you're on a virtual stage. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Excellent point. Beautifully stated. Yeah. OK, well, let's go ahead and we can jump into your captain's logs now. Shay will allow this. So uh, we're, we're changing gears. I want everyone to feel this shift in dynamic. We are leaving the first part of this episode. We are about to start the second part. There's not a theme song yet, but that's what's happening. Get used to what it. If, what if that was a song? Welcome to the second part. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, we'll, I hear your idea, Ian. Uh, I will consider it. And if it passes, passes a rigorous judgment, then uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, We're going to, what is it? What is it when they do it in front of like a, a test audience? What is that called? Like the beta test, the, uh, uh the market group? research, the focus group, the focus group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I feel so, like we, ha- feel like we kind of have a, a camp re-education focus group. Like we've got people watching us right now. Yeah. I mean, you have people watching you. I have two, one person, I think, and I have no idea who they are. Uh, so Ian, your first captain's log, do you want to talk about it first? Or you just want to jump in and just hear that bad boy? You know what? I feel like I'm on the Conan O'Brien show right now where I'm about to show a clip from my upcoming movie mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, what are we going to see in this clip? Well, uh, in this clip, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, how in your face all this stuff gets, mm. you know? And, um, that was actually the, the title of the clip. So let's go ahead and hear what, uh, past Ian had to say. Let's go ahead and roll that baby. Yeah. Hey buddy, what's up? It's me, Ian. So, um, you know what's been so interesting? Oh, it's a captain's log, by the way. I didn't mention that. Hi, Shay, it's me, it's Ian. This is a captain's log. So, 
One of the things that I was thinking about is that, I mean, like ironically, by streaming 24 seven, I, I think what I'm learning is that this is kind of like the opposite of the promise of social media um, in terms of like, the, and that promise of social media being like the limitless of possibility, this idea of like a world without boundaries, like instantaneous connection. Um, and like, what I mean by that is like, I'm suddenly super hyper aware of my boundaries. Like I'm aware of how constrained my life is and like how I can't just materialize somewhere and then take a photo on top of a mountain or on some fucking sexy beach in Thailand or like, photograph myself with like some new cool thing. It's like, I have to show every step that goes into existing, like all of the, the work that goes into fucking being a human that's for the most part really fucking boring and dull. Like the, the sitting and the cleaning and the, the shitting and the showering, like all that stuff, like all the work that goes into it. It's like, you're kind of showing everybody the rough draft of your life where most of social media is like the polished finished product. And it's just like, I, 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 I don't know all of the boring aspects of reality that social media disguises and scrubs over is like kind of laid bare. Like there's no filters or cropping or photoshopping. Like it's just like unfiltered, unadulterated, uninteresting. It, it, it's funny that this whole live streaming thing is kind of made me think about this a lot, I guess, like uh, in terms of what social media promises and, and how live streaming shows kind of everything going on behind the scenes, which is that's fucking obvious. But um, I guess, I don't know, like, you, you think about it, you, you're aware of it, but then when you're actually doing it, you're just like, you're like, holy shit, it's really in your face. So the first thing that, that comes across to me is super interesting about that is I found this quote from Andy Warhol of all people. I fucking people. love it when you find quotes, man. It's, it turns me on so much. You know what's so so funny is this quote is so short. <laughs> uh, Andy Warhol said, I like boring things. That's the quote. <laughs> but I thought, I thought it would have been even greater if it was just like, Andy Warhol once said, sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, when he said that, he was referring to the idea of specifically uh, aiming a camera at subjects that are regarded as boring and projecting the unedited footage. And this was, you know, way, yeah. be way before the advent of the internet or of social media or even reality TV in its, in its modern form. So he was yeah. like really prescient in acknowledging this as art. And what I feel like you're describing here is exactly that. It's not this polished, hyper real reality TV where it's very mm. curated, a very curated experience. It's super raw and it's super human. And I'm so, well, which by which I mean it's very human. <laughs> <laughs> by which I mean very human, extra human, extra human. And you know what's so funny is like throughout the course of this week, I keep thinking about what you talked about in part one. That it's like essentially an anti-Truman show, right? In a way, where it's like you know all of Truman's. Uh, I, I don't want to say like obstacles, plot points, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Conflicts. All of his conflicts were like being produced behind the scenes. Extremes were being pulled to curate, um, I, 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 I don't know, plot or uh, events. Whereas for us, it's just like I, I, nothing's really going on. And I've become so self-conscious of the fact that it's like, wow, like 
I lead a really fucking plain life. Like I'm so fucking average. It's crazy. I'm so glad you said that because, uh, you know, I, well, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but when I've compared my feed to your feed, uh, I always just, I'm like, okay, well, Ian at least has like people going on. He's like talking, like you're trying to entertain. And then I look at myself and I just like, like check myself in the feed and I'm just sitting at my desk watching myself. <laughs> it's yeah. like super depressing. So I'm like, I need to go do something so like a couple of times i was like all right what can i do to like be this like more interesting person and then so like i went like rollerblading or um you know <laughs> i would just go for a walk or just do something just to get out of the house and like lead a more interesting life um another thing you mentioned and, I, and i'm, I'm kind of curious to to pick your brain on this is like sure where do you think live streaming was born from do you think of this as uh, an extension or evolution of social media or maybe more of reality tv or somewhere else like where where does where do you think this this comes from you know it's it's funny it i think it comes from something that you would actually point it out to me and i'm so thrilled to be able to claim it as my own idea right <laughs> here right now so tell me thank you for, for handing that off to me <laughs> i think it comes from this idea of surveillance mm. you know we we and you turned uh, this on to me you know we all know the idea of like surveillance the you know being watched from above but i think it stems from this idea of like surveillance this uh, concept of like well who's watching the watchers and it's just like i don't, I don't know and i think it kind of evolved as many things do in the United States, um, are maybe devolved into another form of entertainment. Once more, Ian has totally missed the point. Hello, it's me, Francois, the fact-checking Frenchman. The term surveillance was born in direct response to surveillance, because in French, sur means above, and su means below. It means the camera is below with the people who watch each other or watch those who are in control. Okay, you Americans, now go back to your obesity, your mass shootings, and the uh, Fast and the Furious uh, movie franchise. Mm, thank you so much, Francois. So another thing that we found in our research this week was this undeniable link between the advent of reality TV and this weird, like, super fringe idea of live streaming. And I guess it was this guy, Steve Mann, who was like an inventor who like first introduced this idea of, I think, I think he called it life casting. I could be wrong about that if he was the one who invented the term, but of this idea basically of life casting where you're broadcasting just your daily life. And he was the first person to wear, to build wearable electronics um, that you could, that could be used to capture every aspect of your life. And this was done in like the eighties. And so he was just going a, a, around like inventing this new way of life. And then a few years after he started doing that, the first maybe modern reality TV show that we all know, at least uh, the real world came out in 1992 with basically the same exact premise. It's like, we're just going to watch you. Yeah. And that's the whole fucking premise of the show. So it's, it's weird. Like, is it social media? Is it reality TV? Is it the in-between? Well, I think, and you know what, it's so funny is like, I, I keep trying to think about like, why, you know, and that's the whole thing is like my, my main thought process, like the, the thing driving me this week has been thinking about why is this a thing? Like, why does this exist? And I really do think it has to do with this idea of like, you know, of just, and I, I, I make this, I make this point a lot, but we're just so 
alienated. And I think there's something comfortable in this idea of being alone together. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like with no alternatives for communities, like um, these kinds of online communities spring up to uh, where you can kind of be isolated in uh, company. We've been hearing a lot from the people on Periscope saying that like, you know, oh, like Periscope is, is not that big. Like, why do you think it's not as popular as some of these other mediums if it is so much more interactive than Instagram or Facebook or Twitter? I think it requires a lot of intention, attention and engagement. Like you have to, you have to really be on to be on this thing. I mean, you, or you could just passively watch someone, but I, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's not a popular platform, I think for a reason. Um, you know, I was asking one of yeah. our mutual Periscope friends today, how many people she thought were on the platform, uh, at least actively. And she said, uh, only in the hundreds, um, which wow. is interesting, especially considering that, uh, Twitter, I, I I believe rolled out this platform only like five or six years ago. So it's not that old and it just like, it's a flop, I guess, you know, ultimately, I mean, it's yeah. great. It's, it's their, it's their technological platform for doing live streaming. But even then it's still kind of weird that it hasn't done better considering the success that Twitter has. And you know, what's so funny is like, as I've been doing my research this week, I came across this line that I think made sense as to maybe why it's not the most popular platform. And this uh, guy was talking about the the danger of hyperreality and like why things like Facebook and, and Instagram and, and Twitter present like an ethical danger. And uh, so he says, the ethical danger of hyperrealities lies in their tendencies to leave us resentful and defeated when we are forced to return from their insubstantial and disconnected glamour to the organic reality, which with all its poverty, inescapably asserts its claims on us by providing the tasks and blessings that call forth patience and vigor in people. This contrast between the glamour of virtuality and the hardness of reality. It's its almost like we use these other platforms to kind of escape the drudgery of real life, but Periscope is essentially broadcasting the drudgery of real life. And I think that's why it's not the, as popular as these other platforms. Well, I, I, I actually disagree uh believe that or not not surprised <laughs> <laughs> but you know because like the way we use Periscope is not the way that most users use it. Like we're using it to broadcast 24 seven, but I think most people pop in while they're maybe, I think the, maybe the intention was to pop in while they're doing something interesting and yeah. then pop off. So it's, it's basically a built in cut, you know, like an ed, a built in edit. So these people like maybe they're like, hey, I'm at Disney World. Look at me. I'm having a great time. And you can interact with me now like a real life person while I'm at Disney World. But they're not showing the drive there. They're not showing you like shitting your brains out after you eat like something <laughs> bad at Epcot. You know, like they're they're only seeing the best parts. And then when you're done, when you're done showing the good parts, you stop it. And then you go take your fucking shit. That's so obvious. Why didn't I fucking why didn't I fucking see that? That's why I'm here to help you along. So, all right, let's move on to your next clip, because actually I thought this was a really interesting point, uh, mostly because it involves what you've told me numerous times now is your favorite uh, sexual act and that of course is eating ass hey <laughs> hey buddy what's up it's me ian so um something interesting happened uh last night in terms of the context of this experiment and just i don't know like the the context of the internet, what it's used for, and how people, you know, communicate on it. Um, so, I mean, I was having this conversation about eating ass yesterday with a bunch of people uh, who, who come onto my feed and, and talk with me regularly. 
And I mean, like it was a very casual, funny conversation. Everybody pitched in, these people that um, I have known over the context of this experiment. And uh, after having this conversation, which I thought was very entertaining, I went out to have dinner with friends. And uh, I casually brought this up within the same, you know, kind of with the same cavalierness that I had done while talking to people on the feed. And there was a, a huge shift in mood. Like I had very clearly violated this personal space boundary that seems to be absent on the internet. Um, and it was just, you know, it was, it was funny because like, I, I feel like after nine days of doing this experiment, um, you know, I, I'd almost kind of uh, forgotten where those boundaries in on your real life relationships are. And it, it was interesting to kind of be able to see firsthand and experience firsthand like where those are in real life as opposed to where they're not um, throughout the process of like this streaming. And, and maybe some of it has to do with the fact that we've invited people to participate in, in every aspect of our life over these past couple weeks. So regarding the personal boundaries of your real life friends versus the internet friends, like yeah. my, my first reaction to that was just like, okay, well, maybe your your real life friends are just a little bit more reserved than your online friends. Because I mean, like it, there might be a selection bias here, like the people who go online might just have fewer boundaries regarding talking about your favorite sex acts, you know, versus yeah. the people that well, you hang it's, it's almost like that's what the internet is for, right? Like it's like the internet almost feels like pure id. It's mm. just like, you know, uh, what I guess if you're on a platform where at any given moment you can just pull up incognito mode and, and type in, um, you know, salad tossing grannies like uh, there's there's less of that. Uh, I, I don't know, mental boundary in place where it's just like it feels like oh, well, this is the Internet. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, at this point, Ian, you really should just bookmark that from, from how often you're <laughs> typing that in. <laughs> you save yourself some trouble. There's one granny that I like the most, and mm. her videos are always really hard to find. So Yeah, you know, grannies aren't really great with their OnlyFans. They're just not, not as technically savvy. <laughs> granny as, fans. <laughs> granny <laughs> only grannies. Only, only grams. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the worst, oh my worst God. thing we've ever talked about has just happened. <laughs> only grams. I love that. <laughs> The only fans for your gram. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Whenever you, you seem to, to worry about like overstepping or like having done something terrible from this experiment or maybe like becoming somehow fucked up, like I, I, I want to push back and just say like, well, I, I know that having that exposure to the online people like may have like a small difference in the way you behave with your friends. But I really just think like, cause if you and I had that conversation or if you came over and talked with like steep about like eating ass, like no one would give a fuck. You know, I think it was just, yeah. um, Amartya for as awesome as I'm sure she is. And, and for those people, you know, they're just, they, they pale in comparison to me and steep is really what I'm trying to get up. <laughs> Maybe that is, I mean, I don't, I don't know if, uh, my friends want me going on uh, my podcast and talking about their ass eating habits. So I won't. That's their um, problem. Yeah. But no, it's interesting too, because after spending this much time online, it's just like uh, the the reintroduction to the real world in that sense where you like you go out and meet your friends. It was always like, oh, God, yeah, this is different. Like the boundaries are different. The rules are different. That's so interesting. You know, I'm not experiencing that. And I think it has to be because of the way that we are interacting with these people while we're online. 
I think so too. Let me, let me ask you like a question is something that I've been thinking about because I mean, okay. while, when I asked that question, I think my friends were a little caught off guard. And I think also it's because maybe, you know me, like I'm, I'm relatively reserved uh, in t- when it comes to sex stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, for, for how like liberal and progressive I am when it, when it comes to like my sex life, I'm usually like, oh, well, you know, like that's private. <laughs> I think I shocked myself by making that comment because I was like, maybe like absent this experiment, that's not a question I would ask my friends. Mm. So uh, I was almost like presenting my uh, fucking Periscope self to my 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 normal group of friends and i had this thought um if is what we're seeing online of ourselves like a real you know is is that real or is it like a stylized version of ourselves that's like more clever more attractive more knowledgeable edgier um and like do you think that's a bad thing to do you should i rephrase this question no i think i understand the question at least my reaction to the very first part of it is it real I mean, it's all real. Like it's who you are being in this context. It's real. Like that's that's yeah. if that's how you react to the stimulus, it's a real reaction regardless. I mean, is it less Ian? No, it's Ian in this context. You know, and so like it's all real. I like the idea that it is the self in a very specific context, but also in a context uh, of a space that's that's like only exists metaphysically right in the in the virtual this is virtual Ian, you know yeah, reacting God, to so, virtual it's stimulus it's so fucking heady it, it is man it's fun to think about i mean the internet's fucking weird you know there's so much to it it's yeah. a complex thing um yeah and speaking of the internet your next captain's log is for some reason titled context of the internet i gotta say ian we've already talked about this i got super lost the first time i heard it so this will be the second time i heard it and hopefully it'll come back a little bit more clear and <laughs> i'm oh, happy I'm, I'm happy to try to untangle this fucking nest of thoughts so let's, let's let's try to do that and i'll try to help you and myself in the process all right Hi Shay, it's me Ian. I am talking to my friends on the internet. This is how I talk now, um, which beautifully bleeds into my next point, this idea that I can't seem to stop performing and there's this weird pressure to do it and I keep trying to think about where in the hell it's coming from and I think, and I'm gonna try to say this succinctly, is that it comes from this like, my admittedly limited understanding of this like, sociological idea that my identity in any given social context derives from navigating like the poorest spaces between how people see you and this idea of uh, your identity kind of creates itself in the space of how people perceive you to be how people allow you to be and then how people need you to be and I think it's really difficult to pin down because I can't stop thinking about like what the fuck is the context of the internet because it means so many different things to so many different people and I think of the tension between like the people who approach the internet looking for connection, those who, you know, want to uh, communicate and, and talk and learn things, and then those who just come on to fucking troll. So, I mean, like, I don't think I quite understand what my role in all of this is, um, especially because I don't think I give myself a context on this forum other than just like existing and living my life. So I'm kind of making it up as I go. And I'm thinking a lot about that. And I'm, I I don't know, like, I still don't know what I'm doing on the internet in this capacity. So it's like, am I coming on to be sincere? Am I coming on to connect? Am I coming on to entertain? Like, I think I'm being a reductionist by trying to pin it down as any one thing. But I I, I mean, I think it would be helpful if I could at least have one guiding principle um, because I, I think I'm exhausting myself by trying to be so many different things at once for so many different groups of people. Do you think 
that's our fault for not really defining what we were doing when we first started this camp? You know, people have been asking me, like, what's the point of the experiment? What do you, like, what's the plan? What are you trying to learn? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, like, do you know? No, I, I honestly, this is, I feel like <laughs> we jumped, I feel like we normally do so much planning and thought about exactly what's going on. But this one, we're just like, this is interesting. We're going to learn something. I, but I don't feel like yeah. we knew what the it was yet. Um, so we, we just have jumped in and we're just trying to figure it out. But I, maybe that's why you're struggling, though. Absolutely. Because, you know, kind of like we said, as I've said, I, I feel like a TV channel. And it's almost like I've started to kind of know who's coming in for what purpose. And I'm like, I, I almost can feel myself curating aspects of my personality to be like, oh, it's like, it's this person. I'll be this for them. Oh, it's this person. I'll act like this. Oh, it's this person. They want to talk about this, which I guess is normal, like in, in any given social context or situation. But it's also like in the real world, if I'm going to the hospital, I'm probably there because I'm sick and I'm in the, I, I'm existing in the capacity of like, I'm a patient. I need help. You're the doctor. You're the nurse. You're an authority figure. Like you give me instructions and I follow you. But when someone just pops into my Periscope feed, I'm I'm contextless. They're like, who is this person? What is this person doing? What are they existing for? And I have to think about it too. It's like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, who am I right now? That is really interesting. I guess when you when you have any kind of social interaction, the physical context can teach you a lot. And like the way they're dressed, the way you're interacting, who's sitting, standing, like other, you know, other nonverbal social cues all play a role. And here you yeah. have none of that, especially because when they join in, for people who don't know how Periscope works, one person is talking, it's their live stream and everyone else can come in and they can they can chat with you. And that's basically it, unless you invite them to, to join you with, then you can just hear their voice. But I don't know, Ian, have you been jo having people join with the audio yeah no i've been having tons of people call in like wow. uh, they'll come in they'll call up and, and you know it's, it's some of them like very nice conversations some have been just like racial trolling like one guy came up as george floyd and uh, i was like hi what can i help you with and he's like nothing i'm just enjoying being dead and i'm like all right bye see you later jesus christ that's fucking dark yeah i know it's it's been well i mean and that's that's what it is too and it's just like that contextlessness that really kind of makes me think about i i don't know like again this idea of like the self and uh, who, like, just, you know, who, who the fuck am I even trying to be in this context? Like, who am I when I'm alone? Because it's mm -hmm. just like, you know, when people think about authenticity, I think they usually think about, right, well, who am I when no one else is around? That's the real me. But that's like the blank slate you, you know, like you're, you know, if we think of the self as like a, a Swiss army knife, like you're everything that's, uh, you know, you, you are the knife, the scissors and, and the screw top. Like it, you're all of these things as a whole and individually. Yeah, no, I think it's like what we were mentioning just a moment ago. Like, it, it, it's it, it, you are who you are in any given context. But with live streaming, the context changes super frequently at the drop of a hat and multiple times, maybe within a minute. So you yeah. you have to you these different iterations of Ian keep popping up, and I you know now as I'm talking about all this, what's funny is I haven't experienced this very much um a little bit when people come on like i am trying to like i like i do a little bit of like appeasing kind of behavior i guess or like you know when uh uh when carrie came on a minute ago i'm like talking to her i'm like wanting to find out like what's interesting to her and like whatever i'm like i was different and as soon as you came on and joined on the zoom call and like she could hear you i was really i realized i'm like oh i'm like doing my like more brash sense of humor that like was not coming across with carrie with carrie i was just trying to be wholesome and genuine and whatever i wasn't trying to be funny at all vulnerable yeah yeah and even that um so it's, it's it is interesting just how our approaches have been 
so different and what how it's led us to feel so differently in this experiment so far. So speaking of how you feel, I think that's enough for me. And uh, we had some we had some crossover uh, 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 in this area. And uh, I wanted to play your captain's log here right after this one so we could kind of like see where you were on this uh, issue. All right, well, let's go ahead and play that. But before we do that, let's finally get back to that ad that we uh, we uh, so rudely stopped earlier. Here at Camp Re-Education, we talk a lot about making money for ourselves. But now, we've decided it's time to finally give back by starting our very own charity organization for underprivileged youth. Introducing Touching Tips for Tots. Wait, hold on, I'm sorry, can you explain this to me a little more? Absolutely. Ian and I will be raising money by touching tips for Todd's. Yeah, no, okay. Uh, you didn't explain anything, one, and then two, what do you mean by touching tips? <laughs> Absolutely. It's simple. We'll be bringing together two or more tips in a gentle, consensual union to raise money for the, um, fuck, what are they called? Kids. Sir, I'm sorry, but what the goddamn fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yes, definitely. Due to inexplicable demand, we'll be permanently joining together these tips for what market research claims the podcast listening demographic really loves, all in an effort to help the aforementioned alleged tots. Yeah, sir, I don't know who the fuck you think you are or how you got into my office, but we are absolutely not sponsoring this product. You know what? Get the fuck out of here right now before I call security. I said, get the fuck out of here. Touching tips for Todd's. God the damn it, motherfucker. Okay. Get, oh, I said, okay. get the touching fuck out of here. Touching tips for Todd's. Anthony, block the entrance. Anthony, block the fucking door. Do not let this fucking We're monster out of here. Touching tips for Todd's. You can't stop us. Get, That's get it. You know what? We're touching tips. Anthony. Anthony, grab him. Anthony, do not let the man leave this office. Anthony. Call the police, Anthony. Call the police, Anthony. God, we're so truly blessed to have uh, all of the support from the lovely corporations that give us money and uh, tell us what we can and can't do on the show. So it's fantastic. All right. Um, but yeah, like we were kind of saying earlier, man, uh, let's hear what you had to say on the subject. All right, let's. Hey, Ian, uh, this is Shay, just checking in day two. Uh, so much has happened already in these first two days. I feel a constant sense of anxiety doing this, uh, which I wasn't expecting at all. I mean, I know I wasn't, I was gonna feel weird, but I feel like I'm constantly performing. Like even as I, even as I say this now, I can see that there's someone watching and it's, it's a bizarre feeling just knowing that I'm constantly being watched and constantly feeling like I have to perform. And I know you talked about that uh, before, before we started, but I wasn't expecting to feel it as strongly as I did, but man, do I fucking feel like I have to do that. And I think it's because of the interactivity that's built into the, the platform. If it wasn't for the chat feature and the comment feature and the fact that you can bring people on, I, if, if I just knew people were watching and I could and talk to them I'd be like okay fine like whatever but I, you know whatever I don't I'll just sit here and do whatever I'm doing I won't try to engage but now that I know that I can I feel like I should and it makes me feel like no matter what I'm doing I need to make it at least somewhat engaging for this either real or potential audience in the event that no one is actually watching so it's been really strange in that way 
Pinochet. There's a lot. There's a lot in that that I want to discuss with you, baby. Mm, mm, See, nice. I'm talking. I'm I'm talking in this low voice. Oh, can I do that? To calm you down to soothe you. I'm gonna do that too. What if we just What if we just brought the podcast down here for the rest of the episode? Welcome to the new Campry Education. The Campry Education <laughs> to lull you to sleep, you filthy little piggies. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty little boys and girls. All right. So here's here's one of my questions for you right off the bat is like, do you feel that anxiety in real life or is it is it strictly within the confines of this experiment on this platform? I, no, I think, I, I mean, I do feel some anxiety like socially sometimes, um, but not, not like this. Uh, this is like a, a much different kind and, uh, you know, I was thinking about it as we were re-listening to it. And I realized it's like, as if just throughout the day, constantly you're at home and people just walk into your house and they're like, what, what's your deal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, just, I'm just, uh, here playing guitar. They're like, oh, sweet. Is it any good? I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm just having fun. They're like, nah, not for me. And then just walk out the fucking door. <laughs> Ooh, this is boring, and then they just leave. And they just leave. They don't even say it's boring. They just turn around, blank face, and leave the fucking apartment. <laughs> you know, and that's what's so funny too is like while we've been doing this experiment, and I don't know if you're the same way, but like I'm almost like af not offended, but like hurt when I see someone log on and log off immediately. Like they take one look at me and go, "Nah, fuck this," and then they're gone, and I'm like, "Ouch." That's funny. Literally, that is my that is the bulk of my experience. People will yeah. log in, and sometimes I'll be like, "Oh, hey." come fucker 25 like what's, what's what's going on with you and they're like no no words at all and they sign off i'm like yeah. sweet and you know nice. what's so funny it's funny i love that you came up with that real world analogy for this because i was also trying to come up with a real world analogy for how periscope works and like for me it was a kind of like you're basically on a phone you you're on a phone and you just keep dialing houses until you get to a house party and then you tell the host of the party hey put me on speakerphone i want to yell <laughs> racial slurs oh my god that, that's fucking insane uh, <laughs> but that's how it kind of, I was like, that's kind of how it feels. It's like you basically just bounce around from scope to scope to scope until you find something engaging enough for you. And right. then you either try to, you know, be sincere and join the conversation or you just attention seek and you're like, uh, Harry Dick, uh, come fucker. Like, <laughs> no, it's really, it is really intense. And I think uh, when you're the host of that house party, there's like, like I mean, you've alluded to this already a, t a ton, but there's like that pressure to engage that I feel too. I'm just not good at it. And I think that's my, or not good at it. And it's almost more overwhelming to to try and do it than it is to just, uh, it's like this fight or flight thing. Like I, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll fly, you know, I'm like, I don't want to be there. And you know, it's so funny is like, after you said that, I kind of, I, I almost get your anxiety now. It's almost like, it's not just one person coming in. It's like you're hosting a house party full of people you didn't invite. And then it's also <laughs> your job to make sure they're having a good time. Yeah. No, it really is. Yeah. And it's like it's a bunch of people who probably don't have shared interests. Like I've had people argue about politics. I've had people argue about like religion. I've had people argue about just like social stuff. So it's like weird. You're not only the fucking entertainment. You're also like the bouncer. You're, you're the right. moderator. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, that's exactly why I think I've had this anxiety to to leave being that role. And you, I mean, you for to all your fucking credit, like I'm so impressed with the emotional energy you put into this because it would fucking drain me. I mean, it does drain me. It drains me even just a little bit that I that I do it. it drains me a lot. So for me to like disengage and um, to, to I don't know if I've explained this before, but I I'll put it on my computer. 
Um, and I'll do it th through some weird workaround that allows me to not have to see the chat feature at all. I don't even have to see my own face on the camera, which helps me live like a little bit more of a normal life while we're doing this. And you know what? I think that is probably a really good place to segue into your next captain's log where you talk kind of about this like inability to give that much attention. So let's play that now. Hey Ian, uh, Shay, Truman Show, day two. Um, so something I've been thinking about a lot is it feels like there's constantly like 20% of my attention is gone to just checking in on the live stream, making sure that everything is good, that there's no technical malfunctions, which seem to just be happening left and right. And uh, making sure that the framing is good, just seeing if someone comments or if someone's watching, like I, I feel like I'm constantly invested in just checking back in with the live stream no matter what and it's taking a toll on my interactions with my friends and my girlfriend when i was hanging out with my friend last night we went out for drinks uh we live streamed the whole the whole time and uh i, I found myself being pretty rude just constantly looking over at my phone while i was talking and the same is true obviously for my girlfriend who i basically live with uh, you know I'm, it's really hard for me to give my full attention to anything or anyone else because i constantly have this in the back of my mind You know what's so funny when you say that the first thing I think of is something we broached earlier where it's just like one of the criticisms of the internet is that you, when you when you put this much attention into like your online persona when you put that much stock into who you are on the internet like your real life relationships uh, suffer and that's that's where this I think conversation between um, whether or not the internet constitutes real life uh, really becomes like more pertinent. That's not a question for you, uh, <laughs> more, more of just like an observation. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, so you're in a different spot than me because like my wife isn't here yet. Mm -hmm. So it's like I, I it's easier for me to engage because like right now there's there's nothing going on in my house. But like you still have like a full fledged life outside of this. Yeah. So I I've, I've actually thought about this exact same thing. Like there, there's been times where Stephanie's been here and I. Uh, I want to, I, I maybe like want to try engaging a little bit more or I've tried and then I'm like, I'm just being rude to my girlfriend who's here now. Like if I'm just like basically just being like, okay, you do your thing. I'm going to have this conversation with a bunch of strangers passing in through this live feed and just basically totally ignore you for the next little while. So it's, it's the yeah. couple times I have done it. I felt, I, f I feel rude. I, I'm being rude. You know, uh, I, I would be being rude if I gave all my attention to the live feed in that moment. And But since me and Stephanie spend so much time together, there's, there hasn't been a ton of opportunities. Um, that being said, there's been a couple times where we've done it together. And it's sometimes been fun and sometimes not. But either way, like just even having it on. And I think this is the, the point of the, the, the log I was trying to make was like, I can't even do anything else. I spend so much time like I'm like, all right, I'm going to work on like some music now. And then like all the like I actually made a fucking dope ass beat when I say that. I've actually, <laughs> I'm like really proud of this beat. I made Let's play recently. it in the background real quick. Oh, nice. Ooh, yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh, I'm wet. Chunky. <laughs> Stinky. <laughs> so, yeah, that song. Uh, that, that, 
that's uh so i made i made that but even when i was making that i was super fucking distracted like all of the time and i, and I said it was like 20 percent of my attention is constantly going to the, like this live stream and even just thinking about like am i in frame right now um but it, or like is the feed still up did i have a technical issue like all of that stuff i'm just like oh yeah i gotta yeah. make sure that i'm still good um but honestly it's probably more like 40 to 50 percent like i i at least in the beginning it's getting a little easier but at the beginning i struggled to even talk to my girlfriend who was like who i was staring at like looking directly in her eyes sitting like a foot away from her just like focusing on the conversation because i was just like yeah oh shit i might not be in frame right now or like oh god what if ian's feed went down and it's so funny that like this is like your point of concern because that matches your personality perfectly like you're always <laughs> like the tech guy like i'm always worried about is everyone on my feed having a good time and you're and you're in the background you're like all right like what's going on in the matrix right now <laughs> so i absolutely love that and two when we think about the attention thing that you're talking about i mean it, it's that social contract all over again you know what i'm reminded of is uh, and this camp hasn't come out yet uh when we did friendship camp and i got on dating apps to try to make friends and it was almost like i had violated the term or like the, the contract of these you know uh fucking real sex apps or whatever and i kind of feel that way with periscope sometimes mm. where it's like you know, yeah, I'm not here uh, per what Periscope is for. Like, I'm I'm here for me. And it almost feels there's like this guilt associated with it where it's just like, oh, like if I'm not paying uh, people, if I'm not paying attention to people or engaging them, it's like I'm lying to them in some capacity. Yeah, that's fucking fascinating, actually, that you that now that you mention it, because when, when we have a friendship camp, like, uh, you know, and, and the listeners will hear about this a lot more when that camp comes out. But uh, there there's this question of like, why are you here? Are you here really to make friends or are you here for fucking content? And I guess yes. that's that's the question you have. But I don't have that issue because I'm like, I, I'm not engaging. I'm not trying to engage. I'm just like, if you want to watch me, watch me. Like, I'm not trying to make relationships with these people. I mean, I won't fight them if and when they happen organically, but I'm not like yeah. pushing it for it like you do. So I can actually see how that conflict arises in you. And you know what? You brought up a good point just now too, where like, where I was mentioning earlier about like how I felt out of context, they're out of context too. Because mm. I don't know what they're there for. You know, are you here to connect? Are you here to troll? Are you here to be entertained? Like, you don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what you're doing here. And it's like, we kind of just play this game of like cat and mouse in terms of, all right, well, like, what is this going to, what is this about to turn into? And it just like feeds into the, the anxiety and the, and the concern and like the, the attention deficit, you know? Right. No, I think you're absolutely right. So speaking of uh, attention deficit, um, as the resident ADD, uh, Camp Education host, um, I certainly have a lot. Okay. I'm not liking the way that this is turning out. Um, all right. You know what? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck segues. Let's play this next clip. Hey, Ian. I think it's uh, day four of streaming camp, and uh, I'm not having a great day today, just mood wise. Uh, I'm just I'm feeling super overwhelmed again, which is funny because yesterday I was saying how, how uh, starting to feel better. I'm not sure if it's totally related or not, but um, either way, now I'm starting to feel strangely competitive when I see my streamer view compared to yours because you consistently have more people on because you engage with them. And whereas like I, I just basically leave it on and like oftentimes like don't have the chat enabled or do it from my computer so I can't even see if anyone's talking to me or not. So it's a really different approach that each of us are taking regardless though. Like I feel myself just like getting like a little I'm bummed about it. I'm just like, oh shit, man, am I not like as interesting or weird? And this is like exactly like I feel like this is such a parallel to like social media 
comparing yourself to other people on social media when you see some people do, doing really well or is like seeming to get like a ton of engagement or whatever it feels like really similar but i guess the difference here is like you're really trying and i'm and i'm really not as well so i don't know uh, just uh, some stuff to unpack here but um anyway just uh wanted to let you know Yeah, so I mean, right right away, right off the bat, I, I absolutely love what you're saying about like social media, because again, it's just like, I mean, I don't know. Overall, what is your opinion of social media? Like, do you think it is a net positive or a net, uh, net negative? Or is it, do you even think it's not beneficial to think of it in those stark of terms? I don't know, man. I think, I think we are on this inevitable march of technological advancement at this point, as long as we can keep ourselves politically together. Like you either, you hop on the train or you get left behind and... Mm. I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's I think that's where you're at. So you can I think the best option at that point is to just choose to see more positive than negative And you can you'll, you might be happier. I really like that idea that it's it's just more like well I mean, no like this is this is here now. It's not going anywhere So we might as well be productive and, and make it as good as humanly possible Like uh, of course there are negatives. But let's try to turn those in, in net positives, right? But I mean, it's, it's just interesting to hear that you you were having uh, I don't know man that you were like feeling this like weird com Competitive energy because like I was thinking of it as more of a dynamic not a competition Well, what kept happening dude is like uh, I would um, I would be like, all right Well, maybe I'll try engaging and I'm like I would try it for like five or ten minutes and then nothing would happen And then I would like look at yours and you have like nine people and you guys are all chatting. I was like it's like I have like two people and they're like they're like about to leave <laughs> You <Yeah>. know <laughs> or like they're like or like what I've talked about before is they, they people would come back and they'd be like Oh Ian's done like are you doing anything cool? And I'd be like, oh, yeah So like and I would like try and turn on <laughs> and then uh, the people would be like mm, This isn't Ian <laughs> And they oh leave or even fucking Shauna like she said it very playfully like I actually really like Shauna But she said it very yeah. I was like jokingly uh, Well, actually I was, I was like as a persona being competitive and I was like, okay, so who's better at this? Yes, and she's like, Ian's better. <laughs> and I was like, God fucking damn it, Sean. Oh my God. No, but I mean, it's, yeah, it's just so interesting too. Cause like, this is the thing that like concerns me the most. It's like, all right, I like this a little too much. Like this is, this is worrisome for me. And Shauna actually told me that there's apparently a fucking Periscope Anonymous for people who get addicted to Periscope. No fucking way. I don't, I haven't looked it up. Can't confirm, but if it's real, holy fuck. <laughs> um, and just to kind of like comment really quick on this idea that like you're super overwhelmed. Like, do you think there's like almost this like detachment from the real world as we continue to kind of broadcast ourselves and like we're we're now always these characters even when we don't necessarily want to be again like what what do you mean by real world like in this in this situation you mean like just the physical reality that we live in i guess we're like we're we're, we're free to be unobserved where we're allowed to just exist like i don't do you, i don't feel like we're allowed to just exist and be in this capacity you mean in the periscope, the, in this experiment? Just while we have, just while, just knowing that we're being filmed at all times. I mean, like, even like when I'm in bed, I'm like, can people see me? Like, are they getting, is this a good bed shot? Uh, uh, well, no, you're right. In this context, we're not free at all. In fact, I think we're like, we're putting ourselves under pretty strict restrictions on what we can do, even just technologically. 
like what we're able to do. Like I can't go out for that long. I don't have battery life that will last for me to like hang out for 10 hours outdoors right now. And mm. certainly I can't go anywhere where there's not single. I can't go in a fucking elevator. <laughs> you know, uh, like so. So we're certainly not free to be whoever we want. And like you know, you yeah. have to be able to put a camera somewhere where people can see you. So no, there's like a ton of fucking restrictions. But I, I, I still like want to get back to this question of like the real world. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like we're, I think as technology continues to advance, like this differentiation between the virtual self and the physical self will, Blurs. yeah, it will blur and it'll be eventually meaningless. I think. And so, you know, oh. like, so what is this like? So like, are we detached from the real real world? Like, no, we're, it's just the real world is now also virtual. Like, it's still our real existence. It's still the part of our lives. It's still real. It's just not physical, you know? So, and in that sense, is it is it a bad thing that it's not physical? Like, who fucking cares? It's, I mean, it's, it's different. And people are always afraid of differences until they're not that different anymore, until they're familiar. I really love that idea. Uh, I and I, I'm going to let it linger because uh, I don't want to detract from it or subtract from it oh, in any way. Man. Do, uh, shape do you or have form. to? Um, do you do you have to let it linger? Do you have to linger? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy we have another spot for like a song. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think on that note, we should go to this very real song that I made all by myself and without Shay's help. Here it is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to How Brain, How Feel, our favorite mid-cam check-in to see if and how our minds have changed or if we've just become more convinced of our initial preconceptions. And I hope you guys love that song. I made that all by myself without the help of any <laughs> other person. Um, so uh, without any further ado, Ian, um, how is your brain feeling now? How have your preconceptions changed or have been for, how did I, whatever. Go ahead, Ian. So what I realized going into this is like, this has been anti-Truman show for sure. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, whereas Truman was unaware that he was under the, the microscope, like not only have we put ourselves under the microscope, but it's like, we're begging to remain under the microscope. Um, maybe not for you, but I mean, maybe for, for, for me, certainly like there is, I'm a little bit surprised by how much I thrive on this attention and this like this engagement and stuff like that. And it's to the extent that like, I'm probably gonna crack open some of my psychology books and be like, why am I fucking like this? Mm. Shay, just out of curiosity, why do you think I'm like this? Uh, I've actually thought about this. <laughs> 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 and uh, you know, I, 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 was, I was literally thinking recently, I was like, I wonder what Ian's childhood was like. I wonder how much attention his parents gave him or like, you know, like what happened like to, to toddler Ian? Like he was just like, hey everyone, like I'm sad. And your parents are like, oh, cry it out. You know, and you're just like, no, love me. And they're like, no, figure it out yourself. And then as yeah. you've grown up, you're just like, no, I need to get all the attention I need for myself. So you like fight for it and you claw for it. and. And uh, anyway, I think that's why you're like this. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. Um, so, uh, I mean, yeah, like th th that part's been, I think, the most surprising to me, too, is like it's, it's been very different. It's not it's like anti Truman Show camp for sure. Um, and again, like I keep coming back to this idea of like the, the role. And, um, you know, this is something I actually really love to think about when I think about, you know, people in roles and people in context. And it's, it's fun to exist fluidly. But um, this has been a little e exhausting, you know, just in terms of like, have, like as soon as like I'll have a conversation with one person um, 
So like, just as uh, an example, like let's say, um, you know, uh, Awesome Mary has been sending me some messages as well as, let's go here real quick. Let's see who else is here. Uh, Sparkles Lisa Misfit. So I'll talk to like, you know, Awesome Mary and I'll talk to Sparkles Lisa Misfit. And like uh, alone, I might have a different type of conversation with Awesome Mary. And then alone, I might have a different type of conversation with the Sparkles Lisa Misfit. But like once they both log in together, I'm like, all right, well, like which version of myself is going to take precedence? Mm. Um, so it's just, it's interesting thinking about like well how much of how much of this is me and how much of this is like you know podcast ian or periscope ian like who who are these different versions of myself and like where is the the thread that uh, traces them back to you know the authentic me did and is that surprising is that is that a challenge to your preconception or is that like kind of how you thought it would be in the beginning no i i absolutely didn't like expect this and it's like mm. it makes sense like it's one of those things where it's like well of course this is happening but it's like why didn't i think that this was going to be a thing and i think it's also because i didn't think there was going to be this community here that's true the community was definitely a surprise for me i i, I really just anticipated that it was I, I guess the commenting feature of it is like the the biggest thing, you know, that I yeah. just didn't see. Like the, the, the interactivity of it was, I didn't know, mm. just know about it. And also, I mean, our camp didn't have to go this way. We picked Periscope because it seemed like the best way to go from the beginning. But I mean, we could have started this on Twitch. Uh, we can't do, we couldn't have done YouTube because of, um, we, don't, we don't have enough subscribers yet to, uh, <laughs> to to live stream from our phone. So it was, it was basically the only option that we had. Yeah. And it forced this interactivity, which is insane. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, I guess that's it for me just in terms of like things to think about moving forward. And maybe I'll mm. try to come up with some answers for this that are more satisfactory because I'm, I'm not satisfied. Um, I'm starting to feel like my wife uh, after I make sweet, sweet love to her. And she goes, really? That's it? Or, or your friends, like just knowing you in general. <laughs> uh, so yeah. What, what about you, man? Uh, okay. So I totally agree about the anti-Truman thing. I actually feel like it's, it's exactly, but all right. So that's a bias I had beforehand. Like I, I think that was in my, uh, my ignorance in a bottle. So that was in my ignorance in a bottle. I like, I expected it to be like the anti-Truman and it fucking was, except the difference here is that instead of me begging for attention like you say that you're feeling like just no one cares like i turn the camera on me i'm like putting it everywhere i'm putting it on twitch and youtube and periscope and yeah. like you're lucky if you get a viewer for me because I'm, I'm handling it so differently than you are there's not the interactivity so i'm just like here's my entire fucking life you can watch me sleep brush my teeth uh i i pissed while i was while i had the camera on me normally i put it away like basically yeah. shy of everything but fucking and no one gives a fuck you know 15 years ago that it was still fucking revolutionary to do this you know when you think about the guy justin khan the 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 creator of twitch started his whole fucking empire from justin.tv which was just him filming his life and yeah. that was so revolutionary at the time that it formed the backbone of of twitch one of the most massive streaming platforms that exist today because of how fucking innovative that idea was. But now it's not innovative at all. In fact, now I'm doing the exact same thing. No one gives a flying fig. Nice. Um, <laughs> no, it's crazy. Like there's, there's, uh, and this is what I was talking about earlier when, you know, like we were discussing uh, in episode one, this idea of like reification, like just, you know, self as commodity and, and it's dehumanizing in a way, you know, like, um, because I wonder if like I was, I was more relaxed or like, you know how you and I can be when we go to a bar and have a beer and like, we're just having like a very, uh, calm conversation. Do we have calm conversations? Is this a lie? Am I lying? <laughs> uh, the, they're at least not as animated, but I feel like they're always like political or something at least. <laughs> <laughs> more or less. But yeah, I mean like, and there's this, there's a sting of rejection sometimes that I wasn't anticipating where it's mm. like, you know, ouch. 
Someone came in and left. Why? Why am I not good enough? Love me. Love me. Right. And so the other thing, the other bias that, or maybe like preconception I had is like, I, uh, we, we asked the question just briefly in the last yeah. episode about what is privacy and what is content today? Yeah. And the answer I think seems to be is that like in this context, at least surrendering privacy is content that in itself is the wow. thing that is being consumed it's like no you can follow me everywhere i have no privacy you can step into my life at any moment that is the content that's the thing that's interesting and i think like as you mentioned before in in a world of increasing isolation seeing someone forfeit that privacy is entertaining it's it's exhilarating it's thrilling and mm -hmm. i mean but like more and more of us are doing that as well like even that's going to become more and more novel. And to the extent that I wonder what's going to be next. And this is what I was talking about in my captain's log. Like, is the, is the next thing just to like, it's one thing to invite people in on your life, but at some point that's going to stop being enough for people. And like, uh, what what is that going to be like? Just pure unadulterated vulnerability porn? Like, are, are people going to log on and I'm going to talk about like every time I felt insecure or like, you know, um, like we had mentioned previously with like this idea of like floodlining where it's like, okay, here's all my trauma. Like here's everything that awful that's happened to me um, where it's just going to be like, we're demanding more and more and more. And I wonder where, where it's going to end. And I realize that that's a slippery, slippery slope, slope fallacy, <laughs> but like, you know, like you would kind of said, uh, Justin TV is like, oh wow, this guy's streaming his life. That's so fucking interesting. Now we're doing it. Now lots of people are doing it. Sure. Um, so like when, when this becomes trite and uh, passe, like what's next? Well, you know what's so funny and, and uh, we'll, we'll move on from this in a second, but what's so mm. interesting is Katy Perry fucking did it as a publicity stunt a couple of years ago for that one album that came out and the reaction was split and it was, it's almost what you're talking about with this, um, with the vulnerability porn. She had a therapy yeah. session while she did that. Uh, no while she way. was doing Yeah, and she, apparently she broke into tears and she talked about like depression and anxiety and the reaction to that was super split. Some people thought it was really important that you see celebrities showing the fact that we all feel this way from time to time. And the other side of the criticism was that it was it seemed too premeditated to be real, that it was, it was, it was inauthentic and it was a staged performance, which of course it was, they knew it was going to happen, but does that mean that the argument itself isn't valuable or not the argument, the conversation itself isn't valuable? And maybe that's where this answer to the authenticity question comes in. Maybe in this weird world where everything is, you know, content, authenticity is what's private. Hmm. That's interesting. That's dark. Yeah. So on that note, let's go ahead and hear from our latest sponsor. And just uh, that's the end of the sentence. <laughs> Hi, sugar baby. Boy, it sure is getting cold out there. Grandma's social security isn't going to cover all her monthly expenses. Oh, if only there was something I could do to make some money on the side. Introducing Only Grams. The only premium content subscription service dedicated exclusively to elderly grams with cams. That's right, grandma's boys. Ever wonder what it was like to live through the sexual revolution? Well, get ready for a distant second, because now you can pay somebody's sexually active grandma to tell you all about it. Sorry? You want me to toss your what? Your salad? Oh, you must be one of those Navy boys. You again. How did you get back in here? All right, Grandma, get off the table. We gotta go. Put your nighty back you on. You told me I was gonna sing for uh, the GIs. All right, Grandma, we gotta go. It's time to go, Grandma. Anthony, he's back. Anthony, come, come on. Damn it. Anthony, come on, Grandma. Come with me. Come over here. You're hurting. All right. All right, you know what? Take it. Out. Get the fuck We're out of here. Take this fuss over a little old lady. Jesus fucking Christ. He's got an old lady.
them. Stop her! Stop her at the elevator! She's not safe with him, clearly! Hi everyone and welcome back to the BSBQ, the Big Smart Boy Question. It's the world's best question section because it's a section with the world's best questions. All right, so my question last week was, as Shay had maybe rightfully, probably actually wrongly pointed out because fuck him. Um, nice. My Big Smart Boy Question was a little complicated. I've tried to boil it down, but it was basically like if I'm living a full life, but I'm doing it because I think other people want me to do it. Do the means contaminate the ends? Like, yeah, I'm having a great time, but it's like, oh, people probably want to see this. People probably want to see this. So it's like, I'm doing cool shit. People probably want to see this. People probably want to see this. People probably want to see this. I'm doing cool shit, but people probably want to see this. But I'm doing it because I think other people want me to do it. So it's like, what you know, that was essentially my question. And like, it's kind of been irrelevant. Because I haven't been, because I don't do anything. Because it's, this whole thing, this whole thing has just revealed that I'm just like, I just have a normal life. That's interesting. Yeah, it's been eight days of me telling on myself for how like I've kind of presented myself on. And I mean, I wasn't really super active on social media, but like, you know, I had Instagram for a little bit when I was living abroad and like, oh, here's me at a temple. Oop, I'm on an island now. Whoop, whoop, I'm, on, I'm with this beautiful woman. Um, and people are like, wow, this Ian guy is so interesting. But then like, you know, 99% of the time I was probably like in a cafe reading a book or fucking grading papers. Yeah, so this is kind of like what we were talking about a minute ago um, where like who is the real Ian and is it like, is it, how does social media like affect the the presentation of that person? And that now, like you were saying in, in your captain's log, there is no cutting, there is no editing. There is, there's nothing to, to curate the Ian brand for yeah. the viewers, especially in the, in the time frame of a week. Like you're just, yeah. you're unabashed, boring COVID Ian who's stuck in his house and like living alone because his wife still hasn't arrived. <laughs> and I, I think maybe the real answer to this question, and I'm going to dumb it down to sound almost like, you know, childish or elementary, but I don't, I think there is no is, I think there's just being like, there, there is no like, okay, this is who this person is. It's just like, this is a person and being a person is just like, again, a dynamic pro uh, process uh, that re constantly reacts to external stimuli. So like you, you're, you're inventing who you are every step you take into the world, which is cheesy and corny. But I mean, I think it's a question I have to stop asking myself because I don't think it has an answer. What specifically is the question that you don't think has an answer? Who, who, who am I? Is that it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, the second part of that, that question, not like my big smart question was like, if I'm living an exciting life, but I'm doing it on behalf of others, do the means contaminate the ends? And it's, it's been irrelevant. It's yeah. been irrelevant because I don't fucking do anything, which leads me to your question, because uh, finally something uh, worth doing. Um, <laughs> will you feel as numb and violated as you expect? Is that, is that the case? Is that how you feel? Uh, no. So I think for the majority of this camp, I wish I felt a little bit more numb because the anxiety has been pretty overwhelming at times. Uh, I just, yeah, wild anxiety uh, for the majority of the experiment, which um, is fine. I know we talked about it early on, maybe day, day, two, day two or three, and you were worried for me and you were like, should we stop this fucking experiment? Yeah. And uh, no, I don't, I don't want to jump ship. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that would be like a cop out. I admire out. your commitment. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll suffer for the audience. It's uh <laughs> I'm a true artist. So, uh, <laughs> so um, no, like uh, I wish I would feel a little bit number. I don't feel numb at all. I feel anxious yeah. um, and I, fe I don't feel violated either. If anything, 
I feel like insecure about wow. what we talked about, like a little bit of the, the, the competition. Like, why doesn't anyone want to watch this? And it's like seeing the numbers game too, compa comparatively, just be like, no one cares. No one gives a fuck what I do. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. not trying to engage, but still like no one wants to watch regardless. And of course no one wants, well, I would never want to watch anyone just live their life. No, curate the fucking content for me. I don't want to watch all the parts that I would cut out, you know? Yeah. And um, I actually heard a really interesting uh, perspective on this when I was doing some of the research and it was that soon we'll be at a point where when, once we get to semantic artificial intelligence, there'll, yeah. there'll be the ability for computer artificial intelligence to go through and just computer artificial intelligence. Come on, Shay. <laughs> There'll be the ability for these programs to just basically go in and be like, okay, people will find this interesting. Let's just take this part. This is interesting. This is Shay at a, at a, a very popular cafe. We know this cafe. It sounds like he's having a very interesting conversation about this topic that's super pertinent right now. We'll cut this out and we'll put this on his live feed. And the artificial intelligence will just do that for us. So we won't have to be curating. We could have just a live stream and have the, the newest, hippest Google AI or whatever the next yeah. Google will be fucking curate all this shit for us, which is a fucking fascinating idea. Um, so I don't know, maybe then I'll feel less anxious. Maybe then I'll feel a little bit less insecure when I have someone curating my content and making me more popular to the eyes of this nameless and faceless audience. But until then I just feel anxious and boring. I, I'm right there with you, but all right, well, uh, I guess, I mean, that kind of brings us to the conclusion of today's episode. So, uh, guys, stay tuned for next week's episode where we reach the exciting conclusion, not the pen ultimate, just the real ultimate. That's You're for learning the real so fans. much. Real fans, only real fans will understand uh, what a fucking idiot I am. Um, but yeah, I guess tune in for next week when we come to a conclusion. We'll find some experts to interview and, and help us try to make like heads or tails of what the fuck we're doing. And uh, Shay, anything you want to add? I know I stole the good stuff and the part where you go, you always take the good stuff. So uh, fuck it, the show's over. See you later, folks. Well, no, actually, I just... As always, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. To hear the Captain's Logs in their entirety, become a monthly supporter and join our Patreon, where you'll also get tons of other fun goodies. Theme song written by Retrolux. Here at camp, we love supporting music and the people who make it. If you want your music featured on Camp Re-Education, what the fuck are you waiting for? Go to our website and send us your songs or put it on the show. The world needs to hear how beautiful you are. Stay tuned for next week where we hear some amazing people talk about 24-hour surveillance, and the information age, the future of artificial intelligence, what it means to be human at all in this crazy world, and the other thing that will remain unnamed until the predetermined time. Yes, so the future of artificial intelligence is uh, going to be brain chips uh, that will uh, make you smarter and uh, will give you a bigger, juicier butt. Okay, Ian, quick sidebar. Are you sure this guy is Elon Musk? This guy seems to be just a, a random South African guy. I swear to God, dude. I mean, he's, he, the, the email was elonmusk at gmail.com. Like, how could it not be him? Oh, yeah, okay. You, you must be right. Okay, sorry. <laughs>
Introducing OnlyGrams, the only premium content subscription service dedicated exclusively to elderly grams with cams. That's right, grandma's boys. Ever wonder what it's like to live through the sexual revolution? Well, get ready for a distant second, because now you can pay somebody's sexually active grandma to tell you all about it. Finally, there's someone who wants to talk to grandma on the phone. Not convinced? Here's an exclusive sneak peek of what OnlyGrams has to offer. Uh, fuck, how do I do this one? Um, okay. Oh shit, Grandma, Grandma, get off the table and put your, Grandma, get off the table and put your nighty back on. We gotta go. Grandma, we gotta go. Yeah. What? You can't stop us. Are you? Do you, do you have your? Uh, is your? No, I don't think so either. Well, 